Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Uh, this episode was recorded on February 2nd, 2022. So it's the 222222 day. And the numbers all relate to more connection to other people and harmony and balance and all that stuff. And the year may not be starting off that way, but you'll see how it all turns out. So get ready to enjoy this episode and remember to like and subscribe and all that stuff. Bye-bye. We are thrilled to be here. Welcome. Hi, Joshua. Well, this is a fun time, isn't it? Isn't this a fun time? The date today, if you're listening to this later date, is 2-22-2022. And it's 2 p.m. here on the East Coast of the United States. It's interesting to say that this date represents what you would say are the combination of a series of numbers all with two. And two would mean the connection between you and anyone else. So this would be the date or the marking of a time period of more connection, deeper connection, as well as more harmony and more unity. And as you know, you're stepping off from one dimension into another dimension as you cross this timeline. And this timeline is not serious. There's nothing traumatic or big or, or monumental going on here. It's just another progression, another progression from fear to love. And so what you are doing is you are progressing as you are coming into your awareness of your own authenticity. And what is authenticity? Authenticity is the, the representation of who you are as a physical being, as such as you are as a non-physical being. So in the non-physical, you exist in perfect authenticity. You exist in transparency. There is nothing to hide. You exist in truth. And in the non-physical, when you are with another being, you read or are aware of or translate their vibration. So you are fully aware of them and there's nothing to hide and no reason to hide anything. In the physical, you come in and you have a set of beliefs about who you are. You have some fears going on and you develop this inauthentic persona. This persona designed so that others will like, love and appreciate you. And yet you're playing a game with this persona because it is not the authentic you. There's full of secrets that you don't want to reveal. You're not really transparent. You have a lot of desires and preferences that you want to make happen in your reality. And so a lot of your living in physical reality is inauthentic in the attempts to control your conditions and how other people react to you. But it's all based in an understanding of yourself that is not true. It's based in the illusion. It's based in fear. And so as you move from fear to love, you are going to become more transparent, more authentic, and you are seeking the truth of who you are. You will not need to represent yourself as that which you are not, just so that other people may like you or may love you. And if you think about this, if you're being inauthentic, how could they really understand who you truly are anyway? They are only observing this, this persona that you are putting forth that is not true. And most people on a vibrational level can sense that. So this journey then is to strip away all that which is not true, all that which is false, to come to the underlying authentic version of you that is living in absolute transparency and truth. And yet you can't do this overnight, but this is a process, an ongoing process of moving from fear to truth. What is it that you fear? If you become authentic, then others may not respond to you in the same way that they did before. 
you they might shy away from you or you might trigger their limiting beliefs and they might reject you in some way. And so this boils down to the fear of loss. I have all these people in my life. I have them because I am this way. This persona that I've adopted allows them to like, love, and respect me. And so I wouldn't want to change anything for fear that they might choose not to be in my life anymore. But of course, if you look at this from the higher perspective, you understand that they cannot know who you are when you are being inauthentic, because this is not the true version of you. So they have no chance to really know you like you love you for who you truly are. They're always addressing you from this limited perspective. And as long as you're not triggering their limiting beliefs, well, they'll accept you. But this is not what you came for. You came for deeper connection, for more truthful connection, for honesty. And so the idea here is to travel your journey of self-discovery, stripping away anything that is not authentic. By becoming who you truly are, all of your powers and attributes and talents will come online. You will be able to understand why you're here. You'll be able to truly love another because you will accept them. And you cannot accept them until you accept yourself. So this version of you that is authentic, that it is who you truly are, that is without fear, that is who you are in the non-physical, can be established in physical reality. It is a process of understanding that there's underlying limiting beliefs that are causing you to change the way you are being with other people in order for them to respond to you in a way that you approve of. Because you say, I feel good when they express their love to me. I feel good when I have people who like me. And I feel bad when people want me to be different than I am or dislike me in some way or reject me somehow. So I want to make sure that how I feel as I'm in the vicinity of other people always feels good. And the way to do that is by promoting this false persona. But of course, that's just the perception of the victim. The victim says, Outside people and conditions can make me feel something, and I want them to make me feel good. But this is not true. Who you are is the creator of these relationships. You are the source of these relationships. And so to develop more connection in this year is to become authentic and to realize that you have no control over how they perceive you. You have no control over their limiting beliefs. You have no idea what they're here to explore. You only know that they're in your life for some reason. And that reason is because they're a vibrational match to you. If you are existing in a state of love in this relationship with another person, that is a very high vibration. You don't need to be different than you are. You can be more authentic. And as you become more authentic, they will respond to you at this higher vibrational level. You will bring them up with you. If there is someone honoring your life who is causing you some distress, well, this is because you're not accepting them. And why aren't you accepting them? Because you are perceiving that they can cause you to feel negative emotion. Well, the time for this is over now. You have crossed that tipping point from playing the role as a victim to understanding who you are as a creator. And so now it is unacceptable for you because you know too much, if you learned too much, you've come this far to play the victim role any longer. And when you're being inauthentic, propping up this false persona, you're playing the victim role. You're only doing it to control how others respond to you. You're only trying to control how others respond to you because you choose your perspective in their response. And if they respond to you in love, you choose to see that as good and you receive positive emotion. But if you choose to see or respond to them 
in fear, wishing that they were different or wishing you could be different, then you're choosing that limited perspective of the victim and feeling negative emotion. You have power over all of this. You may not have been aware of this before, but you have been on this eternal journey of becoming the authentic version of you. And now at this time in this life, you are on that cusp. There are more of you coming, but there's just a few of you here now who are willing to radically change your entire approach to life of more love and acceptance by becoming authentic. You have to understand that the vibration of this planet has gotten to a point where in November 15, 2013, some of you are ready to comprehend the possibility that everything is right and there's no wrong anywhere in the universe. This was a tipping point at that time. And since that time, eight years ago, we have come forth and we have led you on this journey towards authenticity. And you are on another tipping point, the tipping point where you can no longer go back to playing the victim role. Even though that's something you know, even though it's what you're familiar with, even though it appears to be safe because it seems as if you can control conditions, it is no longer acceptable for you because it's just not true. It's the illusion. And you cannot exist in the lie any, anymore. You must seek the truth. And you must seek the truth of you. Doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. They can play, play their roles. They can be the victims. They can do whatever they need to do to get by. That's for them. They'll be coming along at some point. But you are here now to show your authenticity to the world and to shine brightly. Because the key here is to get to a state of alignment. In that state of alignment, you'll receive inspiration. That inspiration will lead you further along your journey of self-discovery. That inspiration is what you're here to receive. And, and that inspiration will lead you to your soul's purpose and to everything you want, you truly want in this reality. By playing the victim and propping up the false persona and living in the illusion, you are going to be in conflict because you know more now. And there's only one way for you to go, and that is towards the truth. Essentially, it will always be the truth of who you are. Who you are in the non-physical is a limitless, magnificent, eternal, powerful being of pure, positive, love, and acceptance. That's the truth of who you are. Anytime you choose a definition of yourself that's less than that, even while living in physical reality, you're choosing to promote the lie. And this will not serve you, and it will only bring forth manifestation events. And it is a game that you've played enough now. You have been playing this game for a long time, and you are ready to step forward into the truth of this reality. Oh, sure, you may have doubts and worries, and you may think that this is all pretending or that other people can be authentic, but you can't, and other people can find their soul's purpose, but you're not able to. If you're listening to this call now, whether you're on this call live or listening at a later date, you are here to live your truth, and you cannot live as the victim any longer. It will be too frustrating, too dissatisfying, and you will suffer in that process. So we ask you now to step forward and to claim your truth by becoming the authentic version of you in every moment. You won't always do it. You won't always be able to hold a higher perspective. But as you practice your focus on who you truly are more and more of the time, you will find that authenticity is like a beautiful costume and that each time you wear it, while at first you're wearing this costume, you might seem to be flamboyant you will get comfortable with it. And then you will start to appreciate it. And then it will start to beam 
as an example for others to follow. And this is why you're all here. This is why you're here now. This is what you have chosen to come. You are all light workers. You are all brilliant beings who have chosen to come here first to set things up for others who will follow and to be that shining example of alignment that everyone can see far and wide. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I will. It's Rob. Rob. I'd like to understand a bit more about the thing you've been talking about lately about, for example, with Susie when she talked about her son being a character in her play. So I want to understand to what extent uh, he is real and his own person that I know she had some higher level influence on his health with her distant healing. And you talked about deliberate creation and you mentioned this concept again just now. Uh, have I made that question clear? Absolutely. You must remember that above all, you are the center of your universe, of your reality, and you are the creator of that reality. Your reality is not something outside of you. It is you. Your perception is that you're the individual and there's all these other people out there and all these other concepts and things and topics and, and material manifestations. And you say, well, that tree is outside of me and that car is outside of me and that person's outside of me and that person's living their own life and they have their own things going on here. While that's true, they are still existing within your reality. Now, imagine that you are this being of pure positive love and acceptance. You are the powerful, self-aware creator of your reality. And you have a person in your reality. That person is not aware of who they are. They're still playing the victim role. They're still in the illusion. They're still thinking that, they're, that things are manifesting outside of them and causing them to feel positive or negative emotion. Yet you know who you are. You know how the system works. And you realize that every single thing in your reality is part of you. How you relate to that other person is within your absolute control. You can relate to the other person in fear, thinking they're wrong or bad. You could try to control them, or you could relate to them in absolute love and acceptance. And then you can realize that you have a connection to that person. If you know them, you are eternally linked. Now you are this creative being, this powerful being who is aware that you're the creator and that it's looking at everything from the higher perspective, that you are underlying it all, eternal, magnificent, powerful, limitless. And you are saying, I am not to be limited by anything in my reality. The limitations are all self-imposed due to fear. If I gave up the fear or if I chose to look at it from the higher perspective, I understand that I am eternally linked to everyone in my reality, whether I like them or not. They are playing their roles in my reality and I'm playing a role in their reality as well. But their reality is not possible for you to understand in any way. You can't go into their mind, you can't think their thoughts, you could observe their actions, but that observation is always based in some form of judgment. If you could accept them as they are, realize you're eternally linked, and then realize that you're connected to them and we like to use this symbol of a beam of light that goes from your heart to their heart, this beam of light that you can bring in more light or let the light go. So if you wanted to sort of disconnect from someone, you would have to really change who you are, really be in fear, 
and pretend that you're not connected. Maybe you never call them again or you never text them again and you just cut them off in your life. However, you always think of them. Those, they will always be in your conscious awareness because you are always connected to them. So you're never really disconnecting from anyone. Now imagine that you said, I want to enhance this relationship. I want to add more light to it. I want to add more love to it. And so you beam light from your state of acceptance of them, from your heart to their heart. And they get a little energetic charge. They get a little awakening. They get a little illumination. And they start to now pay more attention to how you're being with them. And they will respond to you because you are operating from a stance of acceptance rather than control. So imagine that you existed with this one person your whole life. It was control, control, control the whole time. You were controlling them because their behavior, their actions, or their attitude triggered some limiting beliefs in you. You felt negative emotion because you're all looking at this from the point of view of the victim. Now you change that. You realize that you're not the victim, that you're the creator and that you choose to enhance your connection to the other person by expressing love and acceptance to them on a quantum realm, on a, a non-physical realm. You are seeing who they truly are more clearly, even if you're imagining it. You, the intention is to enhance this relationship by love and acceptance. And so everything that you do comes across with more love and acceptance from their point of view. Now, they may not consciously understand what's happening here, but somehow they're going to respond. They may feel better around you. They may have a closer connection to their inner self. They may get more inspiration. They may see things from a new perspective on their own. Are you really doing anything to change them, or are you simply changing your relationship to them by offering more love and acceptance? This is all that's happening here. So certainly they're real in their own part, but the only thing that's happening to you is this relationship to who you perceive them to be. When you elevate that relationship, they will come along for the ride with respect to you. They still may be trying to disconnect themselves from other people in their reality, but that doesn't matter to you because you're just talking about your connection to that person in your reality. Now, isn't it interesting how it seems magical how you can transform the life of another person simply by expressing your love and understanding this connection in a deeper way. But in a rational planet Earth kind of physical way, doesn't it make sense that if you're offering love and acceptance to another person, they're going to respond to that rather than offering control and fear? That's all that's happening here. It's an energetic connection from the non-physical terms, but from the physical terms, you're just being kinder and gentler and supportive and accepting of that person where other people may be rejecting them or controlling them or asking them to be different they are. That relationship that you have now in love is so much more powerful and they must respond to it because you've raised your vibration. You've raised your vibration and have come into a new dimension of love and they have to come with you with regards to you. They might not be there with other people, but with you, they respond, you see, because you're the one who's done the creative process and the creative work of choosing how you will connect more deeply to that person. 
So this all is perfect timing here in this time of connection. How can you connect more deeply to every other person in your life, knowing that that relationship is you? So a relationship to someone or a concept or an idea or a material object, when you can accept it as perfect as it is, you're living in a very high vibration and the universe must create a mirror to that high vibration. Or in essence, you have elevated into a new dimension based on that vibration. So that vibration that exists at this high state exists in a dimension that is equally at that high state. When you get up there, you will start to see things happening. You'll start to see amazing things happening. And you will say, okay, am I creating these amazing things? Or am I just creating a higher vibration within myself? And the universe is bringing back to me that which reflects my higher vibration. Either way, it works. Either way, it's enhancing everything in your life. But to see it from the perspective that that person is not outside my reality, the relationship that I have to that person is me. I'm either being a low vibrational version of me and getting back a mirror to that lower vibration by them being honorary or being unhappy in some way, or I'm being the the authentic version of me expressing love in that relationship. And the response must be a high vibrational response. This is how that system works. It all starts with your perception of yourself. Can I be affected by someone else's mood? Can I have my emotions determined by another person? Well, that's the perception of the victim. Or can I choose my perspective in every single situation? That's the perspective of the creator. You have absolute control over your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotions, and your perspective. Now, your perspective will be the underpinning of all your emotions. If your perspective is limited with regard to anything in your reality, your inner self must send you a negative emotion to show you that you're perceiving the illusion. If your perspective is high, if you choose that perspective, because it is aligned with your inner self's perspective, you must receive positive emotion. So whenever you're choosing to see the truth, you feel positive emotion. And whenever you're choosing to see the illusion, you feel negative emotion. This is a very simple system. Yet from the perspective of the victim, it just seems as if other things make you feel something. Most of the population believes that, but you've had time to practice now, and you've had time to see how things feel when you're choosing a higher perspective. Everything feels right. Everything is right. And so then if you're choosing a higher perspective, the term everything is right makes sense. If you're always choosing a limited perspective, that makes no sense. It would seem like everything's wrong. If you were the one person on earth who perceived everything from the lim most limited perspective, your life would be full of that's wrong, that's bad, that should be different than it is, I'm wrong, I'm bad, I should be different than it is. If you're the one person on earth who's perceiving yourself from the highest perspective and perceiving your entire reality from the highest perspective, there is no wrong in any of it. Therefore, there could not be any negative emotion. So your emotions tell you how you're perceiving yourself. If you are spending most of your day in positive emotion, well, then you're perceiving yourself from a very high perspective most of your day. 
if you're perceiving anything from a limited perspective, you will definitely feel negative emotion. So you can know how you're changing. Are you feeling more positive emotion today than yesterday? Well, then you're perceiving yourself from a higher perspective today. And every single thing in your reality, every other person that you connect with, every other concept, idea, material object, everything responds to your perception of it. Sure, this is going to take a little time and a little practice, but as you do this practice, it's going to be obvious. If I beam love to the cashier, the cashier is going to be kind and playful and have fun with me. If I think I'm in a hurry and she's taking up too much time and not getting it right, then I'm not going to have a strong connection with that person. And I'm going to look at it from a limited perspective. I'm going to feel negative emotion and perceive myself as the victim. This is the whole thing here. Choosing the higher perspective or choosing the limit perspective. Uh, that is wonderful. And I do practice with the cashier. It's sort of wobbly at times, but um, during a boot camp a year or two ago, I stumbled upon this and changed my thinking about my mother and uh, my relationship with her changed instantly, profoundly and permanently. And I noticed much to my, I wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't seen it. And I noticed with my partner Trace that if I change some thinking about her, it's almost like a different person emerges. So it does seem miraculous, but I'm kind of stuck with, I've got a list of four people plus somebody who's no longer here that I suppose where I'm stuck with those people is that first of all, I need to really get into love and acceptance, maybe into gratitude and to start to picture the beam of light from my heart to theirs. So it would seem truly miraculous if I got a breakthrough with this list of, you know, this core five people, including the one who's no longer here. So imagine those core five people where you're having a little bit of difficulty with them. There's something that you resent about them because you perceive that they're the cause of some negative emotion. But actually, all they're doing is helping you identify limiting beliefs. In fact, we would argue that maybe they're responsible for you being here in the first place because the relationships were so unsatisfactory and you wondered, what is it about me? Is there something I have to change or how do I get involved with these people or whatever it is? Why can't I accept them? And this caused you to move along your trajectory and so that you were open to enough inspiration that led you here. So from that perspective, if you could imagine that without them, you would never be here now. You would never be thinking the way you're thinking now. You would never be learning the, the information you're learning now. You can look at them from that perspective and say, wow, now I get it. I appreciate you. I wouldn't want you to be any different. You had to be that way in order to help me get here now. I couldn't have gotten here without you. So we say, look at every relationship from the stance of appreciation, knowing that without them, you could never be here now. That they were like all other events in your life and all other manifestation events, they were the catalyst that brought you here. And you and your inner self and them and their inner selves all conspired to set up conditions and events that would eventually alter your mental construct so that you could be here now when maybe 20 or 30 years ago, you might've thought this was all poppycock, you see? Without those people, you could never be this far along on your trajectory towards self-discovery that now you've reached a tipping point. Now you've reached the other side. You've reached the top of the mountain thanks to those Sherpas who helped you get up the mountain. That is wonderful. 
I believe I can do this. I actually am finding it hard to summon up the old resentment. So I'm, I'm on my way. Thank you so much. If you summon up the old resentment, you will find it hard because you are the creator and not the victim. The creator could not summon up the old resentment. And so it's inauthentic for you to live in resentment because it does not match who you truly are. So you're going to start to feel this shift here. And when you start to revert back to old thoughts of victimhood, they're going to feel so out of place that you're going to say, this doesn't make any sense. I can't feel resentment anymore. It is not authentic. It's not who I am. I'm the creator. To feel resentment would be to pretend I'm a victim, which I know I'm not. That's the illusion, not the truth. I, Rob, can only live in truth from this step forward. Sure. I'm opening myself up to futures where people could harm me in some way. But of course, I know that's not true since I am the creator of this. If I exist in a state of love, then I am impervious to outside harm because I am so good at choosing my perspective. I'm so good at processing limiting beliefs. I'm so good at feeling the emotion. I'm so good at not acting on urges to change conditions. And I'm so good on acting on inspiration. I'm so pleased now that I live a life of pushing past fear rather than a life of mired in this illusion where fear is all around. Brilliant question. Perfect day to ask this question. And we thank you very much. Thank you very much. I deeply, totally, truly appreciate this. That's wonderful. Thank you. Who's next? Joshua, I have a question. Yes. Um, okay, so I have followed you for the teachings of Joshua for about six years. So I know a little bit about acceptance and being in the now and that kind of thing. But one thing I've been struggling with recently is my father's health. Um, he's on several medications uh, every morning that he remembers to take. And the one thing he forgets to take is almost one of the most important things is his insulin. It's, he's got to take like 42 units or something. Anyway, he has to test his sugar or, you know, test the blood in his finger, put it in the little machine and then, you know, jab his arm every day. And like the last two months, he can't seem to remember how to do that or he doesn't want to. And a part of me is like, okay, all right. I accept that maybe he wants to die. Maybe he wants to die. Maybe he wants to die of a ketotic shock and go to the hospital. And I have to accept that. Um, but when I go with him to his doctor's appointments, you know, I explain this to the doctor. She kind of cringes at me and, you know, yells at me and that it's my fault and blah, blah, blah. And I listen to it and I, you know, kind of blow it off because it's my father and it's his life. And she thinks a completely different way. Um, so how do I, I don't know, how do I just like let it go? Like I found myself calling him every day and saying, hey dad, did you take your insulin? It's so annoying. Um, and then when I call, he does it, but how do I actually really like accept it, let it go? Like if he dies with a, you know, like ketotic shock or whatever it might be, um, how do I do that? If he dies, how will you feel? Uh, 
I think I would be relieved, actually. Okay. Does he have a life that, from his perspective, he wants to carry on? Or is he carrying on because he might be in fear of death or wants doesn't want you to feel upset or other people? What would he prefer if he had no fear? Oh, if he had no fear, he would want to be fishing every single day or hunting or be out in the yard with his gun shooting uh, groundhogs or something that was, you know, on his property that he didn't want to be there. Um, yeah. So what so, you're saying is he has a zest for life. Yeah, he does. And so yet you can see that he isn't remembering the one thing that's keeping him alive. So from a higher perspective, would you really say that he has a zest for life? If you were in the same situation, you would remember. You, you have zest for life. You have your dogs and your friends and your puppies and all these things going on. So you have to say, what is going on here? So for the higher perspective, there is no death. He's, like everyone else, simply returning to the non-physical. When he returns to the non-physical, you can have a connection to him even deeper than you have now. But it is his life that will transpire the way it's supposed to transpire. There's nothing you can do to create his reality. You can call and remind him every day if you like. And this is could be a connection that you can have. But if that is effort and struggle on your part, if you're not inspired to do it, if you're only doing it because the doctor is telling you and you think death is bad, well, it's going to be effort and struggle every time. It's not going to be pleasant. If you do sure. it from a point of love, hey, just called to remind you that to take your insulin. If you do, you, you do. If you don't, you don't. It's okay with me. Whatever happens is fine with you. But you have to remember the mental construct of the doctor who perceives that death is the worst thing possible. Everything right, right. that they've been taught are to prevent death. Anyone who's not preventing death is irresponsible. They have to do everything. The, their perception of death is not the same as what it truly is. Their perception is that's the end and there's nothing else. Sure. So you'll have to play with how you feel about it. Are you doing these things to satisfy your feelings so that you don't feel bad or negative emotion? Are you worried about him transitioning or having some health problem? That all has to do with you looking your life as if you're the victim to other people's conditions affecting you. You are going to choose a perspective at some point when he transitions to the non-physical. That perspective will either be, oh, what was me? I can't believe this is happening to me. I lost something, looking at it from the victim's perspective, or it's a magnificent life that he had. He has now returned to the non-physical. He's left all his fear behind. He's given the benefit of every experience that he had, all the expansion with that. And now we can connect on a conscious level, a conscious non-physical connection where we can communicate. And when I can feel him, and I can receive words from them. And there are those of you who are doing this now with loved ones every day, all day long. So it all comes down to how you perceive yourself. Am I the creator of this reality? Which means that I have this connection to my father that is right now difficult because he's being difficult from my perspective. That mental construct is saying that what happens to him can affect me. Well, he cannot affect you. He cannot make you feel bad. 
It's your perception of the situation that you're causing to allow you to feel bad or your excuse to feel bad. You can look at it from the higher perspective. Hey, he's alive another day. Fantastic. Hey, we could connect on something other than his insulin jab. We could yeah. talk about something else. We could go out to lunch. We could do whatever he wants to do. I could go visit him, whatever it is. We could connect on a higher level. I want to support him in love and acceptance through this stage of his life, knowing very well that when he chooses to return to non-physical, that's his choice. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm going to say, dad, I accept you where you are now. I'd like you to take the insulin, but that's your choice. I know that you have something to do here, that you have some time here still, and that whatever the experience is, it's expansive. And I will support you in any way I can. But that is your connection to him. Mm -hmm. Imagine now if you had this new perspective where you say, I'm going to accept him as he is. I will offer support when I'm inspired, but I will not try to control him or change him or make him different because his last few years are his few years. It's his choice in how to do it. And you cannot control it. The only thing you control is your relationship with him. You can have that relationship be based in fear and control and try to change him, which will be ineffective and cause you to disconnect from him. Or you can absolutely accept him and love him and say, dad, everything is working out fine. You're great. Let's talk about this or that, or let's have fun doing this or that. Or how can I support you otherwise? Is there anything I can do for you? Acceptance is just the key to all of this. If you can accept that the doctor is going to be upset because that's their mental construct. They can't change who they are. They're always going to think that ill health and dying is wrong. They don't know what you know. Right. So you accept them. You accept your father. You even accept yourself when you get little twinges of anxiety. Oh, yeah, I'm just perceiving the things are wrong or bad. It's not working out. But when you can choose that perspective that, hey, everything is working out. This is all going to be perfect. It's all going to be fine. And when he transitions on physical, I'll be fine as well. I'll connect with him. It'll be, I won't have the bother of having to call him all the time and check on his insulin. I'll feel relieved in that sense. Well, you could feel relieved now because you do not have to call him. You do not have to check on him. You do not have to do anything that you think you have to do that is based in fear and control. All you have to do is live in the state of appreciation and acceptance and joy and, and raise that vibration of that connection that you have with your father through acceptance. That's all you have to do. Now, it's not easy because there's a lot of momentum in that. You have this lifelong relationship with someone you think you know. Yeah. But if you become more authentic in who you are, you'll notice that he becomes more authentic in, he, in who he is. If you can be more transparent in who you are, tell them about what your issues are and how you're having maybe some difficulties in this area and ask him some advice and then let ask him how he's doing in these areas and really get to the core of who he is. Well, that's a very deep connection. This is the year to do that. When you return to the non-physical, you will see him for who he is and you'll be shocked at who that person is. You'll be shocked at the power that person has. You'll be shocked at the eternal lives of connection that you've had. And you'll be thrilled at this life that you've had together. But there's always this little uneasiness when you're looking at yourself from the limited perspective, thinking that things should be different. Because that is not the truth, and that's why it feels uneasy. 
whenever you have any negative emotion of any kind, you know for sure that you're not looking at the truth of that situation. That's why you feel negative emotion. So all you have to do is say, okay, I'm feeling negative emotion when I think about my dad not taking his insulin, when I think I have to call him, when I think about what the doctor says and how she rolls her eyes. Why am I looking at this from a limited perspective? Oh, because I think I should be different than I am. I think I should be more responsible or be a better daughter or whatever it is. Or I think that if my father loved me, he'd take care of himself. Well, that's not true at all. Not true at all. Yeah. So you can look at this from this higher perspective and say, that's not true at all. And then when you start to piece together what is true, suddenly you'll feel easy. And then you'll know for sure that you've connected to the truth of this matter. And your inner self is sending you positive emotion. That's how the system works. Perfect question. Perfect day for this question. Thank you so much. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. I have a question. Yes, Rishna. Um, I'm a little confused how to, what I'm asking about. Um, well, we'll straighten start- this out for you. Okay. Um, it started with my, it's about my hearing, my ears. Um, I thought I was developing some issue in my ear. So I finally, after several months, just went to the doctor and they said, oh, there's so much earwax in both my ears. First, that has to be cleared out before they can see into, uh, into my ear if there is some other problem or is it simply too much wax? So when they tried to clean it out with a syringe and water, it felt so weird. I told them to stop and I left the clinic. And they said, okay, you can put some drops in your ear and maybe it will melt out. Now my ear is worse. Like it's just plugged and I just feel like what the heck happened? (laughs) I went to resolve an issue and now I have a new issue and I'm not able to go back to the doctor because I'm always afraid of going to the hospital. And so I'm kind of just stuck here with this blocked ear, knowing I should do something, but afraid to do something and perhaps earwax has meaning. Is there, is there some significance? Spiritual significance? Your body will never lie to you. What was that? Your body will never lie to you. I'm not, okay. Your body will always show you the truth. Now, if you notice that there's something going on in your body, if you call that wrong and bad, then you will <clears throat> resist what it's telling you. In this case, what is your greatest fear? Is going to the doctor. Yeah. This is an easy thing to get over. There's nothing to fear at the doctor. Why would you fear going to the doctor? If there's an issue and you're inspired, the doctor makes the perfect sense. It's a simple procedure. Yet you're unable to push past that fear or to stay in alignment when they're having a procedure. You keep thinking of yourself as a victim that things are happening to you. And you keep thinking, why are all these things constantly happening to you? Well, nothing has ever happened to you. It's all happened for you. But you're choosing to see yourself as a victim. And until you start to live in the truth of who you are as the creator and view every single thing in your reality as perfect, you will have manifestation events like this that keep popping up. Because you're continuing to live the lie. You're continuing to have conflict with who you truly are. 
Now you're a powerful being beyond measure. Yet your mental construct is such that I am not the creator of my reality. I would create a different reality if I was the creator of my reality. I would change everything about my reality if I truly was the creator of this reality. How come I can't change anything if I'm the creator of this reality? And that entire conversation can only come from the person who believes that they're a victim. Now, you want to be the creator of your reality because if you could be the creator of your reality, then you could change your reality. But that's just control, and only the victim would ever want control. The victim meaning that you are perceiving that outside conditions can make you feel something. You don't have control over your perspective. You are, if something bad happens, it's just bad. And that's the only way you're going to look at it. You're not going to look at it as if it's, if it's, there's something positive or something proper in that, something good in it, something meaningful, something beneficial, something important or valuable in that. Now, this is not the case of you alone. This is the case of the vast majority of humans. But there's something different about you. One is that you are this being of light who has come forth to show others how to move towards the light. So you set up this whole life to come in here and to be confused about who you are so that you would create a trajectory that would lead you to this point in time. But there's a lot of momentum in the belief of you're not the creator or that you're the victim. The place of your birth, the culture that you were born into, the limiting beliefs of that culture all contribute to this perception of yourself as a victim, which is not true. Then somehow, miraculously, you come upon this information and you dive deep into it and you ask many questions and you come on this trajectory from fear to love and still you're finding yourself looking at yourself as a victim. Well, that is an amazing thing for this powerful creator that you are. Your relationship to fear is the thing that you're going to have to work on here. Now, this is true of anyone who's coming from the darkness to the light. The light exposes that which you fear. And it might be easier to stay back in the dark because then you won't be able to see anything. But of course, you'll imagine things out there. The light illuminates the truth of what this is. And the more truth, the more there is the potential for fear. The more you understand about your reality, the more you understand what there is to fear. And so there's always this moving past fear. You have a fear of X, Y, Z. You don't want to do it. You don't want to go anywhere near there. You know that if you go anywhere near there, you're going to feel fear, or that's another word for negative emotion. But we tell you there's nothing to fear. Do you believe it? No, of course not. You don't believe it because you don't believe truly that you're the creator of your reality because you still think that you can change things when in essence, every single aspect, including the wax in your ears, is perfect. And until you see the perfection of it, you're going to be living in this frustrated, dissatisfying, painful life. Because, of course, it would have to be painful. Because manifestation events like this earwax are going to come up time and time and time again until you see yourself as a creator. Now, why would this happen 
to someone as powerful as you because you're setting this all up. This is all by your design. You designed this entire thing. You knew that this trajectory, being born where you're born, into the culture you were born, with the limiting beliefs of that culture, with the incredible curiosity that you have, and this, and this amazing thirst for knowledge that you have, and this incredible intellect that you have, will cause you to come to this point where you would learn more information, and you accept new ideas, and then be confronted with all these limiting beliefs about yourself. The authentic version of you, if you could glimpse that for a moment, you would be absolutely blown away by how truly powerful you are. This deep illusion that you've created for yourself is part of your magnificent journey of self-discovery. And you're going to have these manifestation events again and again and again, and all of you will have similar things until you choose to see yourself as the creator and face these fears, move through these fears and realize there is nothing to fear. So you can go back to the clinic and you can have a process done and you can feel weird if you want to, and you can let it take place without having to leave because you're in such fear. You see, the reason you want to leave uncomfortable conditions is because you're perceiving that the conditions are making you feel uncomfortable. If you were to perceive that the way that they're cleaning out the earwax was just this divine healing energy coming in that cleanses your entire being and soul and every cell in your body, that it is actually the love and light of source coming through these practitioners using healing modalities on your body and that you were bathed in light and love the entire time, you would enjoy it. But you're perceiving it from the point of view of the victim who says they're doing stuff to me and I don't like it. I don't like this uncomfortable feeling because they're doing stuff to me and something bad could happen to me. That's all this is. Perception of yourself as a victim, you're going to receive thoughts of fear. Those thoughts of fear are going to come with negative emotion because they are not true. The negative emotion is what you don't like. You're trying to control that negative emotion by running away rather than by choosing your perspective. So you have two, two Russians. One Russian says, I am the creator of my reality. I'm inspired to go to the clinic. They're inspired to use this healing modality on me. I'm going to look at this entire process as the best thing that's ever happened. It's wonderful. Okay, it's a little uncomfortable. It's a little different feeling, but it's going to create more harmony, more, more ease, more joy, more health, more vitality, and better hearing. This is a wonderful thing. That's the creator version of Reshna goes through the process easily and effortlessly and is happily and joyfully and plays with everyone there and has a fun conversation and it's over in five minutes. The victim, Rishna, dreads going there in the first place, is embarrassed by the earwax, wants it to be taken care of without any discomfort whatsoever, worries about other problems happening as a result of this and can't stand the feeling of it because the feeling brings in more fear. The only reason this is uncomfortable is your choice of perspective of yourself. The only reason negative emotion and fear pops in 
is because you're choosing to look at this as the wrong thing. It's bad. It shouldn't happen. I wish it wasn't happening to me. That's the perception of the victim. So that's all that's happening here is you're choosing to look at yourself in this, in this situation from the perception of the victim, which is not true. It is in conflict and must bring up negative emotion and manifestation events to point out limiting beliefs that are not true. It has to happen. It cannot not happen. All you have to do is think of yourself as the creator, that the earwax is good, that it's there for a purpose, that something will come from this, that I'll feel better after this, that the healing that I go through, whether it's going to the clinic or having something else done, whatever it is, the one the thing that you're inspired to do, that that is going to be absolutely beneficial to you. And it's no problem at all. And you'll breathe through it easily. Only thing that's going on in any situation is that you're perceiving the truth from the higher perspective aligned with your inner self's perspective of your life and your situation, and you're receiving inspiration and feeling positive emotion, or you're perceiving it from the point of view of the victim, thinking bad things are happening to you, that you have to change and control conditions, and that you're going to be existing in fear, that's just natural, receiving urges to change the conditions, and feeling negative emotion. What are you going to choose to do? Are you going to finally choose the truth of who you are? Are you going to choose to be authentic? Are you going to perceive everything as if you're the creator of it? And are you going to realize that you are creating this, all of it, and that you've created wonderful life experience, and you've had so many incredible, expansive experiences, and that you're coming on this amazing trajectory from where you were just a few years ago in fear to much more clarity, awareness, and confidence, and that you're giving yourself the, the credit for this journey that you set up for yourself that you thank your, yourself and your inner self for creating this trajectory and, and every aspect of your life and every experience you've ever had, because we promise you, you have never come anywhere close to the level of ascension that you have in this lifetime. You've never been anywhere close to this idea of who you truly are in any other lifetime. You've come to this tipping point on this date to say, I refuse to see myself as a victim. I will only see myself as a creator. I understand that I will have a habit of falling back into victimhood, but I will stop when this happens and I will choose the higher perspective. I will add love to every relationship that I have. I will not be in fear of anything. And if I feel fear, I'm going to push through it because I know who I am. And to, to live in the illusion that I am not magnificent, eternal, creative, abundant, free, is in conflict with who I truly am. I'm no longer going to choose the limited perspective because I demand to feel good. And choosing the limited perspective can never make me feel good because it is not true. I love and appreciate my inner self for always guiding me through emotion. It will never, ever, ever let me have one moment where it's not either sending me positive emotion or negative emotion. It's always guiding me. I've never had a moment in my life where something's happened. I didn't feel some emotion. I know that my inner self is with me and I will start to trust that when I receive negative emotion, it's simply my inner self saying, I'm looking at the illusion. I thank my inner self for that guidance. And when I feel negative emotion, it's up to me to change my perspective or, or discover a limiting belief and process it either way. This is what I intend to do 
from this day forward, because from this day forward is a new era. It's a new era of those of you who will be living in alignment and being an example of this alignment for countless people to follow. From this day forward, they will be coming. It's you will notice that this is your this is your soul's purpose. It's to come from the illusion to the truth, be an example, live in alignment, and live within this parameters of inspiration that are flowing to you. Have faith that the inspiration will always be moving you to where you truly want to be and take action when inspired in the moment. This will be the signal post to others that there is a new approach to life. And all of you, whether you're on this call now or listening to a later date, you are all the beacons of this light, whether you know it or not. You are all coming to a new awareness. Our words are seeping in just by listening to this call, your vibration is raising. Just by listening to these teachings, you cannot go backwards. You can only go forwards. You will never go backwards. You've already crossed this, this dividing line here. There is no way that you can live in the darkness any longer. You are stepping out of those shadows and you are embracing the light. Yes, it may be bright. Yes, it may cause you to feel fear from time to time. But the only real fear is the fear of not being who you truly are. That's the only inner conflict. That's the only reason for manifestation events. That's the only reason for negative emotion. You can step out here into the light now by seeing yourself as the creator and be free of all suffering. This is what you have asked for over countless, countless lifetimes. You are here now. You have arrived. There's no use trying to think that you're not what you are. There's no tr use trying to pr pretend that you're not who you are. There's no use for this persona that isn't true. The only thing you can do now, the only thing you can do now is connect deeper to every aspect of your reality because your reality is you. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Wow. Thank you, Joshua. Good stuff. Thank you, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoyed that amazing episode. It's all about the number two, more connection to people in your life and to things and to experiences and all that stuff and uh, balance and harmony. And you'll see this unfolding as the year progresses. So uh, thanks for being here and do what you can to share this podcast with your friends, share it on Facebook. Uh, everyone has someone that they know that is interested in the law of attraction and they may be ready for this. Who knows? So see what you can do about sharing that and liking it and leaving a comment and a review that helps a lot. Thanks for everything you do. And until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.